The room is relationships. The room is you and me and everyone in America. What are you talking about? The room is different cookie cutter from Hollywood. Yeah, man, you never know. People are very strange these days. What's going on? Welcome to the Room Minute, the podcast where we get obsessed with the cinematic classic, The Room, one minute at a time. You have no idea what kind of trouble you're in here, do you? Why are you so hysterical? We always wanted people actually talk about it. I did not hit her. It's not true. It's bullshit. I did not hit her. I did not. Oh hi, Mark. Oh hi, Allison. Oh hi, Rob. Oh hi, listeners. We're here to talk about minute forty-one of the room, in which Denny has a secret, and it isn't his history of prostitution. <laughs> See now. It- Chris, if you're not keeping up with the show, you might not know what that means. <laughs> no, I'm totally in the dark on I that I have one. been keeping up, but I don't remember that. <laughs> maybe it hasn't, maybe that minute hasn't gone up yet. As long as the delusion makes sense, my mind lets it go on. In the original, well. It's not real. Therefore, it's meaningless. In the quote-unquote original script, Denny is Billy, Lisa's gay younger brother, and it's not drugs he has in trouble over, it is his... Uh, Chris R is his pimp. And so, Denny has been prostituting himself for money. I'm trying to think whether that would explain more or less why he likes to watch. <laughs> well, in that case, he has a, he has a, his crush is on, uh, Johnny, not Lisa, if that changes anything. I feel like this, this film was like, I, it was aiming to be some sort of, you know, dark sexual drama and didn't get any of that like parts of the the sort of intermingling between who likes who and who's sleeping with who like it reminds me a bit of that film chloe but like mm, yeah chloe was actually like a good i mean this was a good movie but i'm gonna yeah <laughs> by the way oh hi luke oh hi <laughs> and since i've already talked to you hi chris oh hi <laughs> i mentioned you by name and like the second thing i said now, this minute begins as Mark bumps Denny as he enters the, what I call the transport shed, <laughs> and Denny shrugs it off like a man. I thought that was a, a missed opportunity for Denny to to shoot off a, a sarcastic, oh, hi, Mark. <laughs> <laughs> that would have been, been good. good. Yeah. I'm not sure whether it's in this scene, but I do really enjoy in like every scene in the rooftop. That, that little camera movement, like, as they're coming out of the, of the little stairway the up. Shed. <laughs> like, just, just that slight camera tilt, like, I really enjoyed that. <laughs> that possibly sounds really weird, but I was watching, like, clips from the room the other day, and I was just thinking, actually, that's quite a nice little camera movement. <laughs> anyway, for the content of this scene, we had Johnny and Mark talking last minute, and now it's Johnny and Denny talking about women instead. Hey, Johnny. Oh, hi, Denny. What's wrong with Mark? He's cranky today. (laughs) Girl trouble, I guess. And I love that Denny or Philip Haldeman, either the actor or the character, thinks that girl trouble line is hilarious because he reacts like that is funny, like really funny. <laughs> but then Johnny goes on with, what's new with you? Just to my um, point earlier, who's the DP for, at this point in the film? Oh, um, when this was, when this scene was filmed, we would probably still be, we'd probably be on the second one, which means it's not Todd Barron and it's not, oh, shoot, I'd have to double check. That's fine. I'm pretty sure we'd be on the second one at this point. 
So the first one had quit, and the second one, or the third one's not there yet. All right, sorry, I completely disturbed your point then. I was just wondering. That's okay. It's worth noting, and lots of times, that uh, they had three directors of photography, and two of them quit, slash were fired. Director of photography number two is named Graham Futterfuss. That's a good name. Yeah. Now, this this conversation right here after the girl trouble line is one that bothers me as a film goer. Uh, still, Denny asked. Still going to the movie tonight? Oh, sure we are. What kind of movie are we going to see? <laughs> Johnny's response is, well, we'll see. Denny, don't plan too much. It may not come out right. I don't think Johnny understands how movie theaters work. <laughs> and this bothers me. Because <laughs> they schedule movies. And they usually show them, well, minus trailers, at that time. That's, well, yeah, that's what I was wondering at that line. I was like, I, I, ha- when I was a kid, we would go to the second run theater that had like cheap little movies that no one had heard of and they'd just been in theaters for a while. And we'd go there sometimes to be like, we'll see whatever's about to start. Whatever. But I would never do that now. I would never go to a movie theater and then decide what movie I'm seeing. Well, also because like cinemas are extortionate. <laughs> like, yeah, it's expensive. expensive. It's time consuming. At home, I will do that. Last, like just yeah. last night, I opened up Shutter. Read the first description of a movie I hadn't seen or heard of, and then just clicked play because it sounded interesting. But I'm not going to a theater and doing that. Not spending a bunch of money and sitting around for half hour of trailers. Well, depending on what theater you're at, and then watching a movie I don't know. It, it's a strange. Uh, going back to the line itself, mm-hmm. it says, uh, "Danny, don't." And I swear I heard him say, "Don't plane too much." <laughs> and yeah, I, I heard it wrong too. Yeah, and I kept thinking, is he saying don't complain too much? But yeah, don't play. And finally I went, he must be saying plan and he just doesn't understand. It's a short A sound there. <laughs> don't, don't plan too much. It may not come out right. It's not only like we'll go to the movie theater and maybe the movie we wanted to see has sold out. It's more like that'll ruin your life if you put too much. <laughs> Um, importance on seeing that particular movie. Yeah. I think it was, uh, Carl Pilkington, um, I don't know how well known he is across the pond, but I think mm-hmm. it was Carl That's Pilkington well. who said, uh, you don't get anything done by planning. And it's just, it reminded me of that a bit. Well, it, there's, there is a deeper sort of philosophical thing to be discussed there, except he's talking about going to a movie. <laughs> yeah. Which you can definitely plan what movie you want to see. You can buy tickets ahead of time, even in 2003 when they're filming this. If, if Danny's line was, what are we going to do tonight? Yeah. And it make a lot more sense. Right. Maybe we'll go see a movie, you know? Or if they were planning like, an outdoor excursion and it's like, well, it might rain or right. it might be too yeah. cold or something. Okay. Don't plan too much. Don't get your hopes up. We'll, we'll see what, we, but just go into the movies. Not a big deal. I mean, you know, right. We know where the movie theater is unless there's a, some sort of disaster. It will be open. Well, he is a disaster artist I mean. and roll credits. Um, why is that? That's not in the script. I think I put a note from. I put a note from the midnight screening in my script notes, and it says vampires question mark as to what kind of movie we're going to see. I'm pretty sure that's a midnight screening line. <laughs> uh, I hope that wasn't in the script. Otherwise, that's another sign that the quote-unquote original script is slightly fake, which is increasingly possible. I'd really like to see some scenes done from the original script, like, as in like, the original idea. Yeah, well, there there are... 
there's stuff in there that's interesting. I mean, it's a weirder, but it might be a more sort of endearing weird. Like the fact that Johnny calls his boss old man donkey <laughs> is really odd. But if that's the first thing you hear him call someone, it's like, okay, I see what kind of guy this is. It's, he's, it's weird because Johnny's like three different characters at the same time. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But it's okay because if you're confused, all you have to do is toss the ball around mm. because that will remind you of everything secure in America and as a man and as someone who wants to go to a movie later. Symbolism. Mm-hmm. That's all it takes. In this minute, the tossing the ball around is used to completely diffuse a um, sort of touchy situation or an argument about to erupt. Right. It's like, well, yes. let's just toss the ball around. I wish I could use that in in my life. That'd be a better transition between scenes of the neighbors, like rather than that stupid thing, just like two people tossing a ball and then to the next. <laughs> I'd prefer that. And of course, that situation that's going to need diffuse is that Denny has to tell him something. Yep. And of course, in the film, it's about Lisa. In the original, it's about me and you, uh, because of course, Billy has a crush on Johnny, not on Lisa. Lisa's his sister. So Denny's description of Lisa. Is she's beautiful. She looks great in her red dress. I think I'm in love with her. <laughs> Specifically the red dress. Yeah. yeah. Like, you know, yes. you can give, give or take her at any other point, but. Well, in, in <laughs> Philip Haldeman's comic, uh, My Big Break, his Denny Between the Scenes, he suggests the reason he got into dealing drugs is specifically so he could buy things for his girlfriend, who we'll hear about in a minute, that Lisa has, because he wants to be just like Johnny and he wants his relationship to be like Johnny's and Lisa's. So the latest, the reason he doesn't have the money for Chris R is because he went and bought a red dress for Elizabeth. So she could be just like Lisa. He thought it would make her hot. Yeah. So basically everyone that. loves Johnny. That's, that's, that's how he's Everyone loves him. Johnny and everyone loves Lisa. Sort of. Well, the midnight screening moviegoers do not love <laughs> yeah. Lisa. <laughs> everyone in the film loves Lisa. Yeah. And of course in the script, Billy says to Johnny, you're just so cool and such a nice, caring guy. Everybody likes you. This is another line where it feels like this is... It's weird. The script has stuff that we know was in the original, but has stuff like this, which feels made up. He says, only a fat, stupid, idiotic, selfish jerk with a body odor problem hmm. would ever betray you. You helped so many people and you've been so good to me. And then he says, I like you a lot, and I find myself sexually attracted to you. I know you love Lisa, and I shouldn't think of you in that way, but I can't help it. I don't know. I'm just confused. This is like, have you seen those scenes, those, like, screenplays that have been written by AI? Like, it feels yeah. like... <laughs> in fact, I feel it'd be really great to take, like, one of those screenwriting online things. Take one of those and give it the room? And give it, give it like, the room's characters and plots. I might sort of just do that in the background for a minute on my phone. <laughs> I, it, it, I don't know what to say about the script anymore. I'm trying not to jump ahead in it and feel see how fake it is, because it has stuff that we know was in the original. The car flying was a scene that Johnny wanted to do. We know that existed. And so when that was in this script, I'm like, oh, so this is that copy of the script. But even Tommy's horrible writing, I can't imagine this line. Hmm. About the selfish jerk with the body odor problem. So where did you? Where is it that you found this? Um, On the internet. (laughs) I don't know. Googled it. You you want the one that uh, has stage directions that has in parentheses Tommy is yelling and stuff like that. Weird stage directions in present tense. Or I can send you a link later. Because I'll be interested to read it. Did they ever like publish the room screenplay? Like, can you buy that? You can buy the other version. Shooting script. Which it's not a shooting script. 
It is a script put together after. Yeah. Sandy Chaclair was putting the script together one day at a time, like three pages at a time. So that final script is basically what they had by the time they finished filming. And that's what you can buy. That's that's a shame. But, yeah. I mean, it's good. And I bet it's also extortionate as well. <laughs> I feel like I've been on... The, but mind you, I think I just consider everything expensive on the website because of how much postage you have to pay. It might be all right. <laughs> yeah. It's, and it's an awful and that's just me. if you want a physical copy. You can also find a PDF of that script online. And that one looks more like a proper screenplay, even. Someone had bothered to format it. Yeah. It's about Lisa. Go on. She's beautiful. She looks great in a red dress. I think I'm in love with her. Go on. I, I know she doesn't like me because sometimes she's mean to me, but sometimes when I'm around her... And we'll have to wait till uh, Friday to find out what else that line is, because that's where the minute ends. Yeah. I wanted to thank you for uh, including me in a minute that has creepy uh, Tommy Wiseau laugh. <laughs> I was, I was, I, you know, there, there, that only happens in maybe half of the minutes of this movie. So there, I didn't take it for granted that I would get a ha ha ha, <laughs> but, uh, but I did. I, I, yeah. That makes me happy. You either get a ha ha or a sex scene, like you don't get one. <laughs> <laughs> I'll take the haha. <laughs> I would hope we don't get both at the same time. Yeah. <laughs> Thankfully, like now notes from a midnight screening for this minute. We have a, only a few, but there are a couple good ones. Notes from a midnight screening. Denny comes in, and everyone says, "Oh, hi, Denny." And just like they do downstairs, they tell him to close the door because he doesn't close the door behind him. Johnny does say ah ha 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 when he, <laughs> after he's cranky today. The audience will try to mimic that as he does it. What kind of movie are we going to see? Uh, the last, the last screening I went to, random people around the, the theater were like, the room, the room. But the classic note from a midnight screening for this minute is as soon as they start tossing the ball, first toss happens. You say male. Second toss happens. Bonding. <laughs> Next toss happens. Male. Then they don't do a fourth toss in this minute, and it gets awkward, and so someone in the audience just yelled, Toss the ball! <laughs> because we didn't get to say bonding again this time. There's a later scene with, I think it's the one in the alley, where they toss the ball a lot, and so you get male bonding, male bonding, male bonding, over and over. This one was so short that it just got, someone in the audience got frustrated, and I, it was hilarious. No. No. I think I made one up for Johnny at some point because of something in the script, but I don't remember what it was now. <laughs> you dumb bastard. It's not from the script. I completely forgot. I wanted it to be Chekhov, and that'll come up later. I'll just put them by their character names. Yeah, right. Uh, I think it would be Lisa, big fat villain, and Johnny, great guy. Yeah. Now, uh, once again, Luke, if the audience would like to hear you elsewhere where can they do so um first if they want to hear me elsewhere then like make better decisions with their lives <laughs> but if they do want to hear me elsewhere um insult your audience <laughs> then you can listen to my podcast please be seated which is available on most podcast platforms myself and a special guest reviewing a film of their choice up, up and coming at some point i've got a great one with the chief executive of the bbfc to discuss about age rating films in britain other guests and stuff coming on um, Robert has done five episodes with me and Alice discussing 
uh, Monty Python, and like other, everything else I do is available at LukeAllen.co.uk. And Chris, where can they find you? Uh, you can look up uh, Open the Podcast Doors Howl. That's a movie-by-minute podcast about 2001 A Space Odyssey. That has finished its run of 150 episodes, but it is evergreen because that movie is a classic. So uh, Open the Podcast Doors Howl. So it's not wrong when people make a fun of the project, in this case, The Room. The Room Minute is a production of Lemming Drops Studio. You can find more content at lemmingdrops.com. Follow The Room Minute on all the obvious social media. If you've got any stupid comments after the show, you can leave them in your pocket on Facebook. If you like what you hear, throw us a rating and review on your podcatcher of choice. Thank you for listening, and remember, if a lot of people loved each other, the world would be a better place to live.